What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Embrace. I'm your host, Sarah, and we are going to be diving into how to live more abundantly today. And this is a topic that honestly, I still struggle with. Like, I still, in times, and like, again, I'm human, I'm not perfect. I still find myself operating from a place of lack or having thoughts of lack and feeling like I'm not enough. What I'm not doing is enough. What I don't, what I have is isn't enough. And this is something that I think a lot of people in the world can resonate with. And I want to say a lot of people in like certain industries too, it's like, you know, when you see other people doing more and having more than you, it's either we look at them and we're constantly inspired or we look at them and we kind of forget, oh shit, like, you know, am I even doing enough? Like we start to compare and that comparison can sometimes take away from what we have accomplished or from what we've already done. So diving right in, what I want to say about abundance, like this is the key. This is the master. Like if you can master this, okay, if you may not have what you want right now, but if you can master the feeling of what the thing that you want will bring you, you're already living in abundance. And when I say the feeling, like if you want more money, you want more money because you think it's going to make you happier. You think it's going to reduce your stress. If you want more friends, if you want to lose the weight, if you want a new relationship, these are all things that you think are going to make you happier. You think are going to make you more confident. If you can master and embody that feeling before you actually receive the desire, receive the outcome, that is how you start to live abundant. That is how you start to live more abundantly. And that's how you start to feel more abundant. Like in this world, there is a surplus of things. There is so much money out here. There is so many people out here. There are so many opportunities out here, but we are wired and we are programmed to think that we don't have enough or we don't do enough or we're so focused on what's missing that we aren't taught to live abundantly. This is something that we actually have to develop within ourselves. And this is why I do the work that I do. This is why there's certain personal development books out there. There's podcasts, there's people, there's people that preach these things because we're not taught this. We're taught that we're either not doing enough or we need to do better, right? That's literally what we're told in school. That's what we're told growing up. So we're conditioned to operate from a place of lack. We don't learn abundance, but abundance is what is. We just have to learn how to get there. So something that I heard recently is we are abundance. Okay. You are abundance. And the more you step into that knowing, the more abundance that will come to you. And I even wanted to give you a little bit of an example because I just got my nails done today. And this was a nail salon that I went to, I think the first time was like in August. And I've been there like twice, um, including today, like twice since then. And the first time that I went there, I just remember sitting in the chair and I had been recommended to this place by a friend of mine. And I was just sitting there and I was the only person in the salon. There was like three other techs besides the one that was working on me. And I could just feel her energy. Like I could just feel that she was kind of in a negative space. She was kind of feeling a little bit low. And then, you know, we got to talking. Um, She was asking me like what I do for work and stuff like that. Um, You know, asking me where I was from. And then she kind of just started to explain like her piece. You know, like I said that I've done health coaching, that I do also do mindset coaching now. 
And she was talking about how she wishes that she could go to the gym. You know, she never has time. She doesn't have a day off. She works from like 8 to 7 p.m. every single day. She has kids. You know, she just doesn't have time for herself. And she was speaking from very much a place of lack and her energy. Like even like for a moment, like I was sitting there and she was doing my nails and I was like, ooh, okay, like I don't want to carry this energy. Like I don't want this. But then I started to switch that because I was like, okay, how can I actually pour into this person? And and there's a – I promise you this is like going to make sense too. Um, um, but she was kind of talking about one, like she didn't have the time to go to the gym. Okay. That was a huge one. She didn't have time to go to the gym. She didn't have time to spend with herself. Um, you know, she even was pointing out, like, she's aware of how negative she is. Um, her boyfriend, she was saying too, was like really mean to her. Um, and in a way from like, cause they work together, like they both, I think own the salon. So they, you know, operate really well at work, but then outside of it, it's just like the relationship is just not great. Um, and then, you know, she was talking about how stressed she is. Like she's so stressed because they had just recently taken over the salon, you know, it was going to close, but then they bought it and they don't have many technicians. They don't have many clients. Like not many people know about that space. So she's very stressed financially. She's like, I am so stressed about money. Like I'm always stressed about, uh, you know, the next bill, you know, I'm always stressed about, about the next month, about the next payment because I am like we're just not making enough, like we're not having enough clients in, you know, X, Y, Z, like everything that was just causing her stress is what she was coming up. And then it also came down to how she feels about herself. Like she was like, yeah, I feel really negative about myself. Like I'm really, really hard on myself. I'm easily always picking up myself. And, you know, I know that that also isn't good. Like I really want, I wish I could work on that. Like I've tried, you know, going to, you know, certain classes or listening to things to help me and it just doesn't work. She also has a, an insecurity because of her language barrier. So she like really had a desire to learn about real estate and she just has this self-belief that she could never do it. She could never succeed because of her language barrier. So as you can see, like as you can tell, there's a lot of lack energy happening here. And I remember just talking to her about talking to her as the mindset coach that I am, you know, talking about like, you know, how she perceives herself, like how she speaks um, to herself, you know, that where her energy goes, like she's focusing a lot on what she doesn't have, on what she thinks she can't do, on the things that she wishes she could do, but she doesn't have the time, like all the I can't, I don't, I won't, all of the lack energy. Okay. And lack comes from a place of limitation, limited opportunities, limited resources, limited love, limited wealth. Like these are all things that she was touching on. And every time you speak to yourself from a place or even to other people, okay, she was literally speaking to me from a place of lack. Everything that she was saying started with, I can't, I don't, I won't, I can't afford, I don't have time, right? This reinforces the belief and forms that exact pattern in your life that forms your reality, how you speak, how you, what you identify with forms your reality. It forms your experience in this 3D world. So I was asking her, you know, I was kind of challenging her, like, you know, well, how do you spend your days? Like when you do have like downtime, you know, what are you doing? And she's just like really runs away. She was explaining how she runs away from things because she knows that she's stressed all the time. She just doesn't even want to deal with it. So I kind of started, like I said, asking her questions and kind of challenging her and giving her some insight on what she could do a little bit differently just to, you know, start to perceive herself a little bit differently. Like I, she, the biggest thing that really stood out to me and that she was 
ex or expressing the most was the fact that she's stressed about money and stressed about business and you know there she's not getting enough um you know clients and like this salon i like i said i just came back from them like they are so particular they do not settle they the reason they don't have a lot of technicians is because they want the best of the best and i wasn't even going to get my nails done today i was just going to get a removal and i the reason i got them done is because the technician was so nice was so kind was so educating like he was educating me on my nails because i do like struggle with like weaker brittle nails especially every time i get them done and you know he was just so accommodating he was just so calm and because of that i was like you know what i am gonna get my nails done today and it's because you're servicing me like i can just feel your energy i can just feel how particular particular you are with your services and that made me want to give back i was like you know what let me actually stay and receive that service and give you you know more because you're pouring into me right now and like that was just like an energy exchange right there but again like fast like rewind back to august like this was not the case um you know she was really distressed about clients and i was telling her i was like you know what like you know the reason i'm here is because i was referred to so you know like someone spoke really well about this salon spoke about well about you and your technicians and this is why i'm here like word of mouth is a reason why your business is going to do so well because you're so particular about the services that you provide and you know who you have in your salon and the energy that you allow in your salon like i just want to you know show you like that's just proof that you are going to grow like if you're stressed right now about finances like instead of focusing on the stress instead of focusing on what isn't happening focus on the new clients coming in like i am a new client here and i plan to stay because i've heard such good things about you i've seen your work through a friend of mine and i'm here now and i see you know how much you pour into this space so i was just kind of like reassuring her i was pouring into her about you know how she can start to refocus her energy you know instead of focusing i don't have enough i'm so stressed financially we don't have enough clients like focus on the fact that a new client just walked in here and so that was like really cool to see you know her even just light up and really just like feel very like she didn't say much but i could just tell by her face she was like really just taken back by it she was really just like sinking in and kind of um you know processing it she was just taking it in because she was like wow like she i i imagine not many people go in there and reinforce her and i'm sure she doesn't have many people in her life that do that and then i walked in today and every technician was busy every almost every seat was full and they like they don't charge much for a very particular reason because they know that they do a really good job and they would rather get more in tips like they do like really great services when i tell you like their nail art is insane the way they pay attention to detail even if you just get a basic manicure to acrylic to gel x to dip like it's just so particular like i spoke to them i spoke to her back in august about this and now now i'm back almost three months later, if not, I guess that's three months later, and they are like packed with clients and doing really, really well. And they have new technicians, they have new employees there. So I just wanted to use that as an example of like, when you go from lack to like focusing on everything that you can't do or you don't have or what's stressing you out to then even just hearing this episode, even just having someone come across you in a day and reinforce energy into you, like that can make such a difference. So that was just really beautiful to see that 
someone who was operating from such a space like now like she didn't do my nails this time it was actually her boyfriend but i can just see that she's she's carrying herself differently like her hair was done like she's you know her nails are done her nails and her toes are done like they weren't before like she was she looked way more run down and that was definitely the stress and now there's just such a light so i just want to give that little story but diving back into a lot of what i wanted to cover on this episode as well is like i said you know when we operate from a place of lack, you know, like in the examples of this is going to be thinking small, having resentment, you know, fearing change, being, being very reactive to certain situations, you know, focusing, like I said, on what's not working, that is going to repeat a cycle of lack over and over and over in your life and in your reality. Now, abundance is going to be, you know, there's plenty of everything. Instead of focusing on what's missing or what's limited, Abundance is there is plenty of everything in the world, plenty of resources, money, love, opportunities, right? We're thinking big. We're focusing on happiness. We're being proactive. We're embracing change. We're focusing on what is working, even if you are not in a space where you want to be. And I will tell you right now, I am not where I want to be right now in my life personally right now. I am not at all where I want to be. And I'm working very hard on focusing on what is working. The old version of me would have been crumbled, would have been stagnant, would have been, you know, paralyzed on the things that are not working. Like focusing your energy on everything that isn't working paralyzes you. It causes you to be reactive. It causes you to feel, stay stagnant. And it causes you to not even know how to move forward. Like that's why you stay right where you are because you're so focused on what's missing and what isn't working for you. So again, like I'm not where I want to be and I'm still here. Like, okay, what is working? What have, what am I doing right now that is working for me? Let's double down on that. Let's multiply on that. Let's keep doing that. Let's take inventory of what's working and what what we recognize that isn't working, okay, we're gonna brush that to the side. We're not gonna keep doing it because it's not working, right? So uh, an abundance mindset, an abundant state of being is focusing and on what's working, is being proactive and is focusing on embodying the feeling of what you think the thing that you wanna receive is going to give you. And like I said in the beginning, that is the key. That is how you master living in abundance is embodying that feeling first. And if you've heard of Abraham Hicks, she posts such amazing things on YouTube. I've been binging her stuff on YouTube almost every day. And that's what she talks a lot about as well is like, you know, instead of focusing on the outcome itself, instead of focusing on the desire itself, yes, be convicted on that. Make sure you have an action plan that's going to back up that outcome, but don't be so hyper fixated on it. We have to focus on the feeling that we think the outcome is going to bring. And when we do that, you literally put, you align your energy to receive it. You align your energy to be in what she calls the vortex or, you know, the universe, the quantum field where everything that already is exists, everything that you want already exists. It's now up to you to just make sure that you're an energetic match to actually receive it. So the biggest thing too, to point out when we're not living in abundance is recognizing that everything does start from within. So if we're not feeling good enough, this is going to spill into every area of your life. And when I tell you I have been here countless times, whether it was in a relationship, a friendship, being a coach, you know, when I was employed in other places, like anytime 
I didn't feel like I was good enough in one area, it would spill into every other area. And when I was having limiting beliefs as a coach, like especially when I first started my business, but even like those things come up sometimes, like I always want to be able to do more and I want to learn more and I want to be able to expand more for my clients. So when those moments come up or when I go through like kind of a, a phase of like, not feeling enough, of not enoughness. I recognize how that's affecting my relationship. I recognize how that affects my friendships. I recognize how that affects money coming in and how I am treating spending money. Like it's coming from a place of lack because it's coming from within. It starts with you. So the most important thing for you to start when it comes like from going from lack to abundance, start with taking inventory of your energy leaks. And what I mean by that is like bringing awareness to your thoughts, the thoughts that you're having daily, where your energy is being spent, where you know, you're spending your time, who and what you're around and what you're consuming. Really take inventory of your energy leaks because you could be pouring energy into things that is draining you and keeping you in a place of lack and keeping you in a place of not enoughness. And whether it's people in your life, whether it's, again, social media or the news or like certain shows, um, I know there's certain TV shows like that I have watched that like I know bring me down. Um, so I've stayed away from that. But or like whether it's even like you said, like I said, like your thoughts, you know, be, being aware of your thoughts, being bringing self-awareness just in general is the first step is understanding where your energy is going, because that's where your where your energy goes, your attention or where your attention goes, your energy flows. Right. So like where are you paying attention? Where are you putting your attention towards? And how is that draining you or filling up your energy? This is really, really imp important. So to attract the feeling of abundance or feeling enough, you have to plant that seed internally. And that is going to start with being more self-aware, being more self-aware of the thoughts that you have. And sometimes we don't even recognize how negative we're being towards ourselves. Like it's such a unconscious, it's such a autopilot type of thing that we do. So we don't even, we don't even pick up on it until like, I've had many of my clients journal. I'm like, okay, like do a brain dump first thing in the morning. Like whatever thoughts start to come to mind, just write them down and do not like let the pen stop. Just keep going. And they recognize like, oh shit, like I am so mean to myself. Like I'm not even realize this. Or when it comes, you know, when I've had clients like have the have not a great relationship with food, for example, like they kind of realize like, oh shit, like I'm actually guilting myself into eating or not eating something. So it's really about bringing that awareness. And this is a tough pill to swallow. Okay. But it's never an external problem. The issue, the root issue of like why you don't have enough money, why you're attracting shitty people in your life, why your relationships aren't working out, why you got fired from the job, why your car keeps breaking down. It is never an external problem. And it's always a personal problem. Like I said, it's always within you. And reflecting, it reflects on your external world. So again, like if you're having an internal battle with yourself, but you feel like everything in your life is going to shit. It's not because the world is out to get you. It's because you're having an internal battle with yourself. It's starting within you. So you cannot solve a problem with the mindset that created it. So if you aren't willing to do the mental work, if you aren't willing to do the work to reprogram your mind, 
don't expect a new reality. Don't expect a new outcome. Because again, like you have to understand where your thoughts are going, understand where your energy is going so you can know where to start to reprogram it. So something that's really helpful is, and this is what I have my clients do all the time. This is what I do even when I know that I'm starting to operate from a place of lack is setting a daily intention and dedicate time to learn about yourself. I've had so, I cannot tell you how many clients I have worked with that avoid or are afraid of sitting in silence with themselves because they are so afraid or uncomfortable around their own thoughts. But if you continue to run away from that, you're never going to understand who you really are. You're never going to understand what truly the root issue is within you. Because again, like that's the start of it. That is the root of it. And by working through that, then you start to experience a new reality. You start to reprogram things so that way you can shift your energy and the energy that you put out is what you're going to get back. So if you aren't willing to sit with yourself and get uncomfortable, understand what thoughts are present, don't expect to be able to shift your energy. And it's it can be really difficult in the beginning if it's not something that you're used to, but you want to be able to allow yourself to rewrite the scripts you've unconsciously developed over time. And these are all things that have developed, you know, as a child, things that you were told growing up, things that you saw, things that you heard, past experiences, past relationships. But again, like if you aren't looking inward and seeing the patterns that you constantly experience, like you're going to experience the same external outcome. So the things that could be blocking you that are keeping you in a place of lack could be imposter syndrome, right? So if you're only met with the current version of you, like let's say you want to start a business. Let's say you want to start posting on social media. You want to start creating more content, but imposter syndrome is keeping you back, right? Imposter syndrome is telling you that you're not good enough and your content isn't good enough. You don't know enough. You know, you're comparing yourself to every other creator. You're comparing yourself to every other business. You've only met the version of you up until this very moment. So the version of you, if you've never posted content, if you've never started a business, if you've never been consistent on social media, there's a new version of you that you have to meet and you have to become that does those things and does those things confidently. So it's fucking scary. It is damn scary to, you know, think about doing it because you've never actually done it. You've never met the version of you that has done that. So of course it's going to be paralyzing. However, you have to visualize what would the version of me that has the business, that has the money, that posts the content, that creates the content, what would she be doing? How would she show up? How does she think? How does she act? You have to be able to paint a very clear picture of that. So then you're given steps to start showing up as that version. And then the imposter syndrome slowly does start to fizzle out. Do I still get imposter syndrome? A hundred fucking percent. But these are the steps that I take to work through it. And another one is fear of judgment. Like I think imposter syndrome, fear of judgment, and lack of confidence are like the top three things that really keep us in a lack mindset. But fear of judgment is like really solidifying who the fuck you are, knowing who you are and knowing that judgment, like if you're fearing judgment from others, one, it starts with judging yourself first because everything is a mirror. If you're fearing that someone's going to judge you, you know that you're already judging yourself. So what are you judging yourself for? And how can you start to work through that? How can you start to reverse that judgment and rewrite the story all going back, right? Going back to sitting with yourself, sitting with your thoughts that you're having daily 
and rewriting that story, rewriting that narrative. So release the self-judgment and then you'll most likely release the need or the more, you're most, you'll most likely release the fear of judgment from other people. But also recognize that if anyone is judging you, that is a projection. That is an internal projection of themselves and it actually has nothing to do with you. It's more so them. Like they have the lack of confidence. They are judging themselves and they're seeing you and they're triggered by you. So they're judging you. And that's really how that cycle happens. And then it comes down to lack of confidence. You know, what you were told or what you heard growing up going back to past relationships, especially, you know, man or woman, honestly, but as a woman, like if you're dating someone who maybe was a narcissist, if you're dating someone who manipulated you, if you're dating someone who was very surface level and only cared about your looks and your body, you know, and they picked at you for not looking a certain way, they picked at you for doing certain things, they shamed you, or maybe you were surrounded by friends who maybe didn't even directly do it to you, but they did it to themselves. And especially growing up, like I just remember for sure. Like when I would grow up, like me, like myself included, but like my friend group, it was like, oh my God, I'm so fat or I look like this or I'm so ugly. Like, and like, it's a, it's all ha ha ha. Like just kidding. Cause we're like 13 and then you get to the age of 16 and then 18 and then 25. And then you literally hit yourself because that was a seed that was planted as a child. So definitely lack of confidence comes from what you experienced in the past. And I'm actually going to do another episode that specifically does dive into how to have more confidence, how to have more self-belief and how to have more faith in yourself. So tune in for that one. But lack of confidence stems from your past experiences. So again, going back, how can we forgive that? How can we accept it? And how can we start to embody confidence within ourselves? And it does start with trusting yourself and even doing that with like setting small goals and showing up for those goals, showing up for those habits. And then lack of clarity is another one, right? I actually had a lot of conversations recently with people having lack of clarity and because they feel so unsure or uncertain, they aren't making any moves. They're not taking any steps because they are so paralyzed with seeing other people around them doing certain things and then not really knowing what their ideas are, not really knowing who they are and not really knowing how to tune into their own intuition because they're so like bogged down by everything else that they're consuming that you don't even know what you want. You don't even know what direction to go in. So clarity really comes back to tuning in with yourself, going back to the discomfort of sitting with yourself, sitting with your thoughts and understanding where you are right now, taking inventory of that and then deciding where you actually want to be. So all of this has one thing in common, all of these things, imposter syndrome, fear of judgment, lack of confidence, lack of clarity, all of it has to do with a lack mindset. It all stems from a lack mindset. So recognizing the beliefs that surround each, like I want to challenge you to, after you listen to this episode, grab your journal, write down these certain blocks, write down these core wounds that you might be resonating with and write down the beliefs that surround each of them and then cross out that belief and rewrite a new one. Like write the new story and repeat that to yourself every fucking day. So the next thing that I want to get into too is the foundation of abundance really is self-love. And when we like, if we're operating from a place of lack, it's because we're operating from a place of fear and fear is separation from love. So we have to learn how to actually create 
a level of self-love and actually knowing who we are. So the foundation of that is going to come down to knowing who you are, creating self-awareness and for forgiveness around your past, around the things that you've experienced that typically we hold a lot of blame towards. Like we blame ourselves from things that we experienced that were completely out of our control, completely had nothing to do with us, but it's so easy for us to blame ourselves or hold guilt towards ourselves. And then again, that separates us from actually feeling a sense of self-love. And then seeing yourself with love and looking at yourself through a lens of beauty. And I know that can be really difficult for a lot of people, especially if it comes from like body image, if it comes from, you know, how you act, how you speak, how you show up. Like if you're usually like, I used to be so timid. I used to be so shy. I was probably the shyest child, like to the point where it's like, I'd be standing in public and someone would be speaking to me and I would just stare at them. Like I would not answer. Like I was shitting my pants on the inside. Like I, that's how shy I was. And all throughout school, all throughout high school, high school, I started breaking out of my shell a little bit. And then college, I think I was back in it. And then it wasn't really until after I graduated college and then started my online business where I was like, okay, now I have to put myself out there so we can't be shy anymore. And that's what threw me into a place of being able to love myself because I was putting myself in a really uncomfortable position of going on camera, showing up on my story every day, posting content, posting my body, posting my workouts. You know how fucking uncomfortable that is? I know you do if you're listening to this and you're an online coach or if you're a trainer or if you're in the industry of needing to post your business on social media. It's very uncomfortable and imposter syndrome is very common. But again, when you are putting yourself out there when you only give yourself one option and that one option is to succeed, you know that you have to work through that and you can't hate yourself into a place that you want to be. You can't hate yourself into the version of you that you want to be. So you have to learn how to cultivate a sense of self-love. So with me going through that, I recognized the thoughts that would come up. I recognized the beliefs that I held onto. And I was very resistant in the beginning to be able to even work through them, but I didn't have another option. I didn't have another job. I had no other plan. So I invested in myself. I invested in mentors. I invested in books and podcasts. I invested my time into learning, okay, how can I actually undo and unlearn these beliefs that I know are keeping me in a place of lack? And how can I start to create more self-love? So it was really about putting myself in uncomfortable spaces and trusting myself that I could do it and feeling really fucking proud of myself. Like I said in the beginning, right? If you aren't where you want to be, embody the feeling of what you think the thing is going to give you. I wanted to feel confident as fuck. I wanted to feel carefree. I wanted to feel like I was this like radiant, vibrant human. And I faked it until I made it. Like I would fake it. I would go on my story every day, even if I didn't want to. Sometimes I would record my story 10 fucking times, but I still posted it because I knew that was going to show myself like, Hey, you can actually do this. You can post it and people are going to respond to it. Even if it's just one person that likes it, like they are the person that needed it that day. And that mindset, like focusing on what was working, focusing on what I was doing and celebrating those small accomplishments along the way is what really carried me to a place of knowing how to embody abundance. Now, again, like I said, I am not perfect. I still will wake up some days and I'm like in a little bit more of a lack headspace or these negative beliefs are coming up, but I know how to bounce back. 
I know I have a tool. I have my tools in my toolkit to allow me to bounce back and allow me to be like, okay, I recognize this is coming up. I don't judge myself. I don't get upset at myself for having those thoughts because again, I know I'm human. Like this is very, very normal as a human, but how can I not pour energy into this leak that is happening and how can I start to fill it? How can I start to change it? So that is how you're going to start living more abundantly. And to recap, it's really about the feeling that you want to feel. If you want to have more money, if you want a new relationship, if you want more friends, if you want to lose weight, if you want to gain muscle, if you want to do anything that scares you, start focusing on the feeling that it's going to bring you. Because if it's confidence, if it's happiness, if it's peace, if it's freedom, if it's stress-free, you can start to feel that now. You have the choice to feel that now. And when you do that, your desires actually come to you a lot faster, but also you align yourself with the energy to be able to actually receive it. So that is step one. Step two is bringing awareness to all of the thoughts that you know are living in your head rent fucking free that have no space there because they are not aligned with the version of you that you want to be and start to give your space yourself space every single day to sit with yourself, sit with that version of you and rewrite the story, understand where it's coming from, understand why it's there and then choose to rewrite the story and practice it every day. It's just like fitness, right? If you're going to the gym four times a week and you're tracking your macros and you're getting your steps in and then all of a sudden you stop going and then you fall off for three months, you're going to lose all that progress. Same thing with mindset work. You have to be consistent with it. You have to show up daily, show up even when you don't want to create a routine out of it, create a ritual out of it, because you know that future you is going to thank you for it. Like think of your future self, think of your higher self. How would she show up as this version of you who has the money, who has the relationship, who has the job, who has the house, who has the body, how would she show up? How would she think? How would she act? So I hope that this episode lights a fire in you. I hope this gives you everything that you need because I have been in a place where I operated from lack for like years and years and years and years and years until I actually learned about this stuff. And that's why I want to be able to pour this into you because it's so powerful and a lot of people don't believe in it. A lot of people think that they don't need it, but then they're also the people that never get to where they want to be because they are like, oh, no, I don't need mindset work. Like, that's not what I need to get to where I want to be. But it most of the time always is. So if this resonated with you, please like, share, subscribe, share it with someone who you know needs it. Let me know. Let me know what hit for you. And if there's anything that does come up for you as you listen to this, let me know. I would love to dig deeper. But happy freaking November. I forgot to say that in the beginning. Um, I also do have something very exciting coming this month. It hasn't been launched yet. It's going to be launched on November 6th, which is a Monday. So stay tuned for that. If you are on my email list, you are actually the first to know. So if you want to get on my email list, I do have a link in my Instagram bio, but you can also just shoot me a message and I can add you to it. Just send me your email. I can add you. Um, but as always, I will catch you on the next episode.